See in colour. 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 Welcome to another episode of the Sea in Colour podcast. Welcome back. After 40 episodes, we have gone to the standard me talking on my own. Got a couple of guests lined up uh, for later on, but but this week we've had a bit of a change of plan uh, and I've got quite a nice one in the works. Uh, something a bit different, something I'm really looking forward to doing actually. Um, but thank you ever so much for 40 episodes. I mean, not that you have any option. Um, I've made them. <laughs> but um, no, thank you ever so much for the support. Obviously, like no episode has gone unheard, which is a mental thought. Thank you ever for, for everyone that tuned into the um, interesting episode with Taylor. Um, Taylor, if you're listening, thank you ever so much for that, mate. I I, I appreciate that um, it's not actually everyone's cup of tea. I think there's a bit of naivety there that I've kind of learned that... Um, what I do with this and uh, and hosting a, a podcast and talking and interviewing people when I have done um, few and far between, um, it's not in everyone's comfort zone and not that I feel a hundred percent comfortable about it. Um, it doesn't bother me as much. So thank you ever so much for that, mate. Thank you ever so much, ladies and gentlemen, for um, following um, all the way through to forty episodes. Um, if you're here because um, you've just tuned in, then welcome. If you're here because you've actually charged through all 40, then bloody well done to you uh, and keep going because I'm hoping to make 50 uh, a big one. So um, like I said, episode today on my own, uh, with, so a topic, I wanted to talk about architects because they are my absolute pinnacle favorite band, 100%, um, incredible musicians, incredible music. This episode is going to be on the heavier side uh, in terms of maybe in terms of talking topics, but also music. But the one thing I really, really want to implore is if you are not a fan of heavy music, please just stay with us for the journey because I feel like it's these types of things that sometimes change people's opinions. So say if you're one of those people that listens to you hear heavy music and you're like, oh, why are they all, you call it screamo and you're like, why are they always shouting? Why are they angry all the time? Well, I'm what I'm hoping to do is kind of clarify that it's not just shouting. Like there's so much methodical um, artistic work that goes into this type of music and there's such um, uh, a love and a community around it and those aren't just the reasons I like listening to it, but what I've decided to do is obviously Architects have brought out a new album for those who wish to exist, which is a 15 track, uh, huge album. And I don't really want to touch on that one too much. I want that to be a separate episode. Um, but what interestingly, and we'll, I'll explain why they have this kind of thing. Uh, they've got basically a trilogy of albums, um, that they've brought out from 2014 up until 2018 that kind of summarize uh, a journey. And um, what I wanted to do is start off that journey from the album. And basically each song is kind of, the, the first song you hear is the earliest song. So it's it's in the earliest album that we're, we're delving into. And it's the earliest song in that album, if that makes sense. So each song is it's, it's going to be a progressive thing. Um, so what we'll do is we'll dive straight into 
the first one, as we always do. We always dive straight in. Um, and the first one is from Architects um, 2014 album, which um, is Lost Forever, Lost Together, which is um absolutely huge pinnacle album, in my opinion, for me, because it's what got me into the band and also kind of erupted this realm of music even more uh, in an interesting way. So we're going to listen to the first track. I'm not going to tell you what this journey is yet. Um, we're going to try and piece that together as we go. We're going to listen to track 10, so the, the penultimate song from this album, uh, from Lost Forever, Lost Together, Architects, 2014, Youth is Wasted on the Young.
lovely welcome back ladies and gentlemen that was youth is wasted on the young uh by architects lost forever lost together uh it'd be so interesting to have you guys like literally just here now because it'd be so cool to say like right first impressions um yeah incredibly powerful song and like i said i really don't want you to deter from this episode even if you're not necessarily a fan of the music i understand that it's not everyone's cup of tea and that this episode isn't going to then make it people's cup of tea. But what I kind of want to expl- uh, explain and explore is kind of how deep some of this stuff goes. Um, and this song, obviously, Youth is Wasted on the Young is a, uh, quite a common expression. Um, but when you actually think about it more, like it's it's so true and so prominent when you actually start experiencing it. Like when you, if you hear that and you're like, oh, that's a cool saying when you're 18. But then when you realize it, when you start then getting a full-time job and you realize you've just lost the time where you can literally just do whatever you want with, in regard, like, you know, it, um, relatively speaking, but it is constantly um, wasted on the young that you kind of don't really know what you have until, until you don't have it anymore. You never know you love her when you let her go. But so they're playing on this this concept that um you as a as a person, you only know what you have when you when you when when you've lost it. And the interesting thing is that, that that message is actually is so, so deep. It's so deep. I, I wrote I basically I have a notes on my phone called Thoughts and it's lyric ideas. It's ideas for, uh, I don't want to go into it too much, just ideas and, and this, that, and the other. Um, but also like thoughts, like general, general thoughts. Um, and one thing I wrote down, which is quite profound for, I was literally stripping off getting into bed and I wrote down, only when you're wise enough to appreciate the beauty of life are you too old to live it. And that's kind of this youth is wasted on the young um message and it's it's haunting it's incredibly haunting um but the one of the interesting things is that they're trying to add a positive spin on it at the same time because you actually hear in the lyrics he says um we're lost forever lost together um which is obviously the name of the album and what they're saying is that that's also the one definitive thing is that Youth is wasted on the young. There's no doubt about it. And and you don't really appreciate what you have until then you're older and then you realize, oh, it was, it was, you know, this, that and the other at the time. But you kind of, when you're living, you know, when you're at school and people are like, oh, GCSEs are easy. A-levels are so much harder. And you're like, yeah, 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 whatever. Or like you're at uni and someone says, oh, it goes so quickly. And you're like, mate, it's three years. It goes so quickly. And you only respect it in hindsight you like if you if you if you unlock the ability to kind of take that information in and actually act on it at the time that is when life is literally like your oyster um it, that concept to me i think that's like kind of that's pinnacle living is that if you can actually try and live a day like you kind of know everything already not as in like because you're this big brainy twat um, but you, the concept, you, you, you have a grasp of the concept of life and how fleeting it is and you're able to live each day. And that doesn't necessarily put you into this 
kind of weirdo trance where you're kind of like, oh yeah, oh, the sun and rocks, I love gem and stuff like that. Like it's it's more like just I don't know, just being kinder to people because why the why what's the fucking point in being horrible to a person? Why put them down if they're already down? Um, you know, why why don't you just pick up that litter and put it in the bin when you're walking past it? Um, why don't you just say good morning to that person? If you're suffering and you're you're down, why do why do other people have to like that don't know you? So you go to the shops and you're having a shit day, and then someone says good morning, and you say all right, like have a conversation. Why do you know what I mean? Like I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, so in really interesting song. Um, lyrically, lyrically, architects in general are just phenomenal. Um, in my opinion, and guitar work obviously drum work incredible sam carter the the um lead singer his voice is incredible in terms of his um his ability to get tonality and uh melody in his sort of aggressive vocals is something quite unique in terms of how well he does it and we will see that more as we, we go deeper into the, to all of this um but yeah, I just want to point out like it starts off the past is dead. I walk the funeral march and I will make my peace. Um, if I, if we stop the clock, will I reappear pulled from the drift? There goes another year. The stars align, the planets shift all the inter- infinite moments that we've missed. Um, and then they got Murray from excerpts to sing the, I'll show you my heart and I'll show you my heart. A lot of lost in the dark. Um, so yeah, and they do that. And there's parts of me that are lost forever. At least we're all lost together. And I, this this song stands out for me lyrically now because I think if anyone's listened to any of the episodes where I've kind of explained my whole like kind of mental health journey for the past 18 months, um, the whole concept of youth is wasted on the young really kind of rattled me as a person. And I felt like I had just, that was it. Like life was gray and I kind of just lost it. And this concept, yeah, this concept really just, this fucked with my head, um, to be quite honest with you. Uh, and I found it really hard to kick it. Um, but th- th- yeah, that's the, well, I think next we should go into the next song because I want to slowly, the, the journey is going to become a bit more apparent soon. Um, we're going to go for what was one of my most favorite songs from this album, just because of the range she hits. Um, it, it's it's gorgeous, and what I'm actually going to do as well is add the a song from the bonus track from this album um, that actually fades in or fade it in uh, in the the post process. So then it it sounds really nice. Um, and yeah, so so the first song is going to be the distant blue um, by Architects. It's the the pinnacle, the crescendo song from this album. And then there'll be a bonus track to follow um, at the end called Untitled 2. So let's check it out.
lovely welcome back ladies and gentlemen that was the distant blue uh followed by untitled two rhymes um yeah absolutely incredible i i was getting goosebumps um throughout it all it's the power it's honestly and this is what i'm trying to say is that the if there's so much more to it than just this like angry vocal like particularly like the the message at the end of untitled two where um believe we are nothing more than sisters and brothers. Um, it kind of tails off from the youth is waste on the young idea that I was saying about this kind of like, what's the point in being all grumpy and stuff like, and kind of this hate towards people and because of their views or their, you know, I mean, we've said this before that I'm sorry, but if you're a Nazi or you're a racist, you're a cunt, but you know, in terms, in terms of views, when I say like political views, like if you're, um, if you're a Tory or, or, or Labour or whatever, like those sort of areas, they don't necessarily define a person that's still a, a human being. And I won't go into it a huge amount, but there's a word that I kind of discovered um, last year and the word was sonder. And it's the realisation that every single person has a life just as complex as yours. So filled with, you know, everyday thoughts, everyday uh, grievances, stresses, relationships with loads of different people, talking to people, um, lessons they're trying to teach themselves, uh, things they don't like about them and everything like that. And every single person is the same. Every single person has that. And when you you realize that, then you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't really treat people like that if you do. Does that make sense? and what the, the the song a distant blue is the the whole point of that song is kind of looking at the world after like seeing what we've done to it in terms of you know like uh, the global uh, climate crisis and and stuff like that and how we've just not appreciated it for what it is and so there's this message of um youth is wasted on the young which is a very kind of um internal personal selfish thing thinking about yourself and then the distant blue is outwardly thinking like not only look what i didn't do when i was young but look what i'm doing now and what we do you know what i mean um but and then musically as well you just can't ignore the fact that like the the pitch he reaches when he says you know that distant blue that's me and you um yeah, it was from there that we all grew, framed in space, our first home, all these beating hearts that were made of stone. We were to start disaster built from flesh and bone. It's, you know, saying that the, the, the entire human race as a population were basically a disaster. Um, I just love, and the way that then the song comes in, and says, their bodies made a mountain, a ladder to the stars. When they reached up to the sun, it only left them with scars, which is kind of like an Icarus thing. All the saints and the sinners will reap what they sow. So they stood back and watched their bitterness grow. Um, they couldn't tell the cure from disease. They no longer knew their want from their need. They fucked the future, forgot the past. Nothing built was built to last. Um, and, and that's almost the entire song lyrically. And it's so powerful. Um, oh, there's just that song as a, as a, composition is incredible 
Um, and the way, like the beautiful way it tells off rather than ending on the big, heavy riff built crescendo, it just ends on this gorgeous sort of, you know, guitar and, and outro that then seamlessly goes into this track on title two, which is kind of saying, look, we've just had youth, uh, youth is wasted on the young. We've just had distant blue, which are all pointing out, you know, uh, internal struggles and sort of uh, uh, on a grander scale, this bigger perspective, this these chaotic things that are going on. Like, let's rein it in a bit. Remember that we are nothing more than sisters and brothers and hope that these words aren't just a wasted breath. Um, there's something gorgeous about that. There's something gorgeous. Um, and there's kind of, there's kind of a message on like, it's almost like a bit of a fear of the future. Does that make sense? So it's like, Youth is wasted on the young. As soon as you start realizing how much your past meant, but you didn't make the most of it, it's almost as a result of worrying about your future, um, worrying about where you're heading. Because then you're, you, you know, you're seeing where you're heading, say, I don't know, a redundancy or something like that. And you're like, oh, I took it for granted when I was doing this. Or, um, you know, wh- like, like I said, when I'm leaving uni, all of a sudden I was like, why didn't I go out when anyone said... Uh, this this pandemic, this, that's something people can relate to so much more, is that, like, why didn't I go to the pub when people said, let's go to the pub? Why didn't I go for a walk when people said, let's go for a walk? You don't realise you miss it until it's gone. And that comes out of almost like a fear of the future. So what I want to do now is steer us um, swiftly on to the second album of this trilogy, um, so each, each album, I think contains three, two songs, sorry, that we're going to share. And like I said, it's stick in your mind that we've just gone through this thing of sort of analyzing as a result of potential fear of the future, kind of trying to come together for a greater good because the future could be so bleak. Um, and we're going to go now to, it's arguably one of the best songs architects have ever done. Um, it's on the, like I said, the second album from the trilogy. Um, it's All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us, uh, which is a album from 2016. So uh, followed Lost, uh, Lost Forever, Lost Together um, two years after. This is kind of right in the middle of the album or track five out of 11. So, you know, that kind of middle ground. Um, and yeah, there's also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. And if it doesn't happen, um, sorry. Um, I'm going to try and make this a bit interesting, this song, because uh, there's something I, I really want to share, the share emotion behind this song, uh, which I will then explain afterwards. Um, but yeah, here's, here is, which I think, and I, I again, I implore you, um, even if the song might be a bit frantic and a bit heavy at the start, please just like listen to the message. It, um, take in the emotion and the rawness of this. Um, this is... Gone with the wind. The weight of my world is wasting up in ice. Where this perfect fight, while I play paradise. As I face the death, left to its rights. What a waste of time, I wasn't right to fight. I take a leap of faith, but I lose my nerve. In the end, I'll get the hell that I deserve.
got something to say. When, uh, when my brother was sick, I used to think a lot about this, about being here, specifically behind the stage with my brother, telling him I couldn't believe that we were here. I couldn't believe that we, had, we were playing this place and he was, he was better. It's at least 50% proof that manifestation is true because at least his music is here. We are here. And you guys made it possible. So I want to thank you sincerely for being here because it means everything to us. Because we have been a band for fucking 13 years and seven albums. And on behalf of Tom, I would like to say thank you. because he would be tearing up looking at 10,000 people here to see us play his songs. He would not fucking believe it. ladies and gentlemen um yeah just even just watching that and listening to it myself um it hits so hard it really does hit so hard um is i think that's why it's probably the best architect song of all time because the not not just at the time but then now in hindsight the lyrics make for such a emotionally encapsulating song um oh god um yeah i hope i can i can, basically i wanted to add in the live performance you've got hopefully um gone with the wind track and then gone with the wind live at alexandra palace and now before we get into the lyrics i think this is where like the the, the journey kind of starts showing is that basically the trilogy summarizes um, and follows basically the death of their band member, um, Tom Searle, who um, his brother, his twin brother is the drummer. 
um, and Tom was the primary songwriter, guitarist and songwriter for, for Architects. And so what you have is almost like this reflection of where his mind was at the time. And he died of cancer. I think it was at the age of 27, uh, which when I think about it, like two years older than me now, which, you know, that's when you think about it like that as well. Um, but yeah, so so you've got him as the primary songwriter and he's writing these songs that are basically like um, explaining how he's feeling at the time. Um, and Gone With The Wind is, is basically him saying like, I'm, I'm dying and I've got nowhere to go. Um, yeah, it's, I, I almost, I kind of just lost words. It happens a couple of times on the podcast. It's happened a couple of times, but it's just that the, the chorus, a sickness with no remedy, except the ones inside of me, you, you ever wonder how deep you could sink into nothing at all, disintegrate, annihilate me. And that's basically saying like, cut, just come and get me. I don't have anything left. Like just this sickness inside of me that has no remedy is taking, taking me. Um, and when he says, God knows I lost all my faith, like, um, yeah. And more, more lyrics. Um, if I could silence all the doubt in me, except that what, what is, is meant to be, you ever wonder how deep you could think in nothing at all. Uh, do you remember when you said to me, my friend, hope is a prison? And I'll say, I still don't know how to take that lyric, hope is a prison, because I feel like hope is quite the opposite. But I guess on the flip side, when you're thinking about this topic, hope is entirely the opposite. Hope is, hope is a prison because it's, it's just, it's almost hopeless that like an event that's so hopeless then it is going to be a prison because you're trapped. You're, you're never getting out of that. Do you know what I mean? Um, oh, just absolutely incredible song. And and like I said, this trilogy kind of follows Tom's kind of uh, music intuition and like how he's how he's translating it. And he's gone from this first the first album we show the first few songs, um, saying you know this is what. Um, this is what I'm thinking about at the moment. I'm kind of thinking about how life is too quick, how we shouldn't take it for granted, this and the other. And it's, it's kind of makes you think, well, you know, maybe he started having these thoughts because maybe he was diagnosed around then. And he's kind of thinking, you know, um, let's, uh, let, uh, that's what I'm thinking about is that Christ, I've just been diagnosed with cancer. Youth is wasted on the young because, you know, I never get that back and I'm now presented with this. So, and then what's happening here is that he's now kind of giving in that like the, the difference in the message there is, is so stern. It's a, such a um, epic contrast between this hopefulness and this, this sort of let's, you know, we're nothing more than sisters and brothers that's band together sort of thing. And then saying, you know, sickness with a remedy disintegrate annihilate me um huge huge um lyric performance uh, sorry vocal performance absolutely incredible one of sam's best 
um, guitar work insane and it's like the speed and the pace but then you have this like kind of uh, counterproductive chorus that kind of just sinks in and, and the atmosphere behind it is just so emotionally driving and I rarely at the moment I can rarely listen to that song and as in not when it's in the background but like listen to it sit and listen to it and not tear up and get tingles and um, I kind of hope you know one of you guys maybe experience that as well because it is it's it's phenomenal phenomenal um so we're gonna go now to the next song that makes sense in this kind of this run um which is a song that the the crescendo of this album uh and it's a bit of a longer track it's eight minutes long gosh i didn't even realize it was eight minutes long it feels like nothing to me because this is almost one of my favorite songs from this album um yeah memento mori um be mindful of death is the song. Let's go.
degree that you go with a stream, you see, you are still. You're flowing with it. But to the degree you resist the stream, then you notice that the current is rushing past you and fighting. So swim with it. Go with it. And you're there. You're at rest. Was your life worth dying for? The 
You don't have to try not to hang on to yourself. It can't be done, and that is salvation. Memento mori, be mindful of death. Wonderful. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, from that kind of epic there, Memento Mori by Architects, the last song on All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us. Um, how do you find it? I find it cinematic as hell. Um, incredibly moving. Beautiful placement of the sort of the spoken word. And I think that kind of, it pulls it all together um, because it puts like a more philosophical spin on it so like gone with the wind is such an aggressive and sort of like epitome of despair and just saying just take me just fucking take me um whereas this is sort of more methodical i feel like um memento mori is the latin expression of be mindful of death um and it's kind of this is like a song about an awareness like a, a reminder of human morality Sorry, morality, mortality. Um, yeah, it's the fact that Tom wrote this as well is what makes it so haunting, but so incredible at the same time. In terms of the spoken words, we've got, it says change and everything has changed. Nothing can be held on to. To the degree you go with a stream, you see you are still, you're flowing with it. But the, to, to the degree you resist the stream, then you notice that the current is rushing past you and fighting you. So swim with it go with it and you're there you're at rest so basically saying like imagine like being a rock in a stream and but you're you're flowing with it like everything's fine but then as soon as you turn then you notice how quickly everything's passing you by and that's kind of like a metaphor of life and then right at, right at the end it says you can't hang on to yourself or you can't face that stream you don't have to try to hang on to yourself it can't be done and that is salvation so saying that is salvation is kind of the acceptance that the death is there and kind of coming to rest with that. Um, but it's almost like the, the song isn't ready for that yet. Like, uh, conceptually the, the, this song isn't ready for the idea of, of being so mindful of death that you find salvation because, uh, you know, you appreciate life for what it is. I don't think it is there that yet. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's got such a, a groove to it. It's got like the groove and the, the kind of the, the, the chorusy, the, the, it's a promise that you cannot break. What's your life worth dying for? The universe survives on give and take death is an open door. Sick lyrics again, uh, again, again. Um, yeah. And, and then when the, um, the massive bit comes through. Uh, it's like the pinnacle and like everything just gets mental after that long break and you have like the the massive sort of drums and, and it says swan song and declaration of endlessness. I swear I will not look back as I return into the black when the veil lifts. How will I know? How will I know? Will I see God? So now it's literally like death is at my door. How am I going to approach this now knowing? Um and so it's kind of, yeah, this, this is kind of being saddened by death and attempting to encapsulate the idea that you might be able to find peace as a result um, and accept it. 
Um, but yeah, absolutely incredible song. I want to now steer you to the album Holy Hell. In absolutely incredible album. I mean, I'm going to say that for all the Arky albums. So bearing in mind those songs were written by Tom and the album actually released and Tom was still alive. And then in between Tom passed um, and he left a bit of stuff for Holy Hell, but Holy Hell was then have it, like was basically left to be written by primarily his, uh, his twin brother, Dan. And there's two songs on here, main songs I want to, I want to play. Um, and then I've got one more. So there's three songs left, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you've done really well. If this isn't your type of thing, if you are still here, um, I really hope you're kind of enjoying the the depth. Uh, maybe it's taking you by surprise. Who knows? Um, but the next song is um, the first song of this album, which is Death Is Not Defeat. And what I want you to pay attention to is you've got like the... Uh, what, I don't know what you call it, like the synthy effect, the you know, that, that thing that's like kind of at the beginning and the end of the song. Bearing in mind this album is two, two years apart. Um, I want you to listen out for that melody again um, and, and see if you can find it. But yeah, let's go. Track one from the Holy Hell album, 2018. Uh, Death is not defeat. Oh, I- 
lovely welcome back ladies and gentlemen that is death is not defeat by architects um like i said listen out for that melody i don't know if you noticed it the violins take over so right at the beginning it kind of does that intro the when i leave this skin and bone beyond the my final heartbeat it's the the violins are going um which i think is so cool because this is like this album now and these songs are now a transition from Tom's death. So this is now all being written and kind of finalized after his departure by his brother, which is kind of haunting as well. Um, and so now this is the, the lyrics actually sound like they're, they're kind of in the perspective of Tom, which I've never really thought about before. Um, but this is, this is kind of a song almost saying like it's it's acceptance like if we think about the seven stages of grief like you know you've got denial and then you've got anger and we've kind of gone through all of that so far we've kind of gone through this this journey of 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 death and being given the idea of you're going to die we're seeing a natural sort of um yeah, natural journey of how that would probably break you down as a person and and at first it's going to be denial there might be some kind of uh heavenly sort of thought of you know well youth is wasted on the iron but like you know let's have a look at the world for what it is because you're kind of in denial about it and you're kind of saying yeah but you know the world the world is this the world is that then all of a sudden you get to gone with the wind and you're like now fuck this just take me because this is awful the idea of dying and i've got no hope left and hope is a prison so just take me and then Memento Mori is kind of saying, be mindful of death. Like almost like a message of it's taking me, don't let it take you. But also kind of saying like, is there a way to kind of come to terms with it? But I'm kind of not sure. I'm, I'm not really satisfied. And then death is not defeat is kind of saying, um, I will know that death is not defeat. Like this is kind of saying like, I've got past that point of being mindful of death and I've, I've now realized that, that death is not the, the finale to life, that it is inevitable. And now that I'm at peace with that, I might be able to, you know, do something. Like there's lyrics that say, holding on tight to what's left of our time, we've hidden away, but it's in the design. Why do we fight what we can't define? Don't be afraid. We all cross the same line. So again, you've got this, lost lost forever lost together sort of thing don't be afraid we all cross the same line that's all together it's this they're constantly going on but like basically saying like come on now like death is inevitable so let's let's go about it together and kind of find this this peace with it um but they're not there yet they're not there there's acceptance here but there's no peace there because it's still like this ah do you know what I mean? And and there's the bit I I love in this song, um, where he, it's the breakdown. He says, "Now you're finally complete. I will see you where oceans meet. Past the present, past and present merge. Light and dark will converge. Time will overthrow. I will reign on this throne. Uh, the everlasting sleep returning through the veil, far beneath the deep. Another soul sets sail. So it's that that you've kind of got these callbacks again to like distant blue." And to Memento Mori about this, like the veil of death um, and the sea and stuff like that. And that, this is why I love it. This is why I kind of wanted to go through this journey because I've noticed that within this trilogy, there's specifically these songs that kind of all tie together in a weird and beautiful, 
artistic fashion and it's something you can't fake it's do you know what i mean like no you never want someone like this to, to perish but as a result you get this completely unique kind of piece of art um so yeah and and then in, in terms of a song as well incredible opener to an album architects always try and do that um and you know you've got sam at his vocal high his performance is incredible sick guitars now they've um by now they've got um josh from Silosis who's come in and helping um do a bit of guitar but it's interesting because holy hell is still an album that incorporates some of tom's work that he wrote before he died so there is kind of this crossover slightly every now and again um but yeah so incredible song um incredible song so we're now going to jump to the end of the album so we've gone from the beginning and then the end kind of summarizes everything and it's a song called a wasted hymn let's go
Hello, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. That was A Wasted Hymn. Uh, beautiful, powerful song by Architects there. Um, again, going on this journey. So you've now got basically from the perspective of of, of the band members now saying, you know, like this, it, A Wasted Hymn is now kind of trying to accept death from the position of the people that have to see it happen. So before it's kind of all been like Tom's perspective ish and now it's this is like fully the band's perspective as a result um and i always think of sam definitively maybe because he's the most outspoken about it but he's spoken about how he you know he has huge um, mental health problems as a result then he has to go to he sees a therapist and and stuff like that and because this this death really fucked him up and i feel like this is this is his or, or like a way of trying to describe the attempt to accept a death in the way that, you know, in the way everything happened with them. And yeah, if you, if you look at the lyrics, like uh, waiting for a sign washed up on the shoreline, I'll always carry the cross, but all is not lost. So I, I'll always carry this burden of this death, but all is not lost. Um, I just can't relate a crack in the floodgate life comes at a cost, but not all is lost. So, so it's like, I can't relate in terms of, it's one of those things sometimes maybe what they mean is like, you don't know what it's like to lose someone like that until you do lose someone. And you also, um, can't relate to maybe what it's like to be that dead person maybe, but then a crack in the floodgate is kind of like all this emotion that's swelling up and you're kind of getting an insight into it maybe. Um, I just love the, the the chorus as well. The, now it's time to stink or swim, i.e. do I sink with my depression or do I come above it and accept the death? I've got nothing except this wasted hymn, Holy Ghost, nothing lasts forever. It's kind of like saying, I've got nothing to remember this person by except a wasted hymn, like the song I'm singing, Holy Ghost, which is Tom, nothing lasts forever. Like nothing, nothing does last forever. And that's, that's kind of a... One sometimes people find it the best way to kind of um, be happy with uh, happy with death, accept death. Um, uh, yeah, and and <laughs> the the ending. Can you feel the empty space? Can you feel the fire at the gates? Can you live a life worth dying for? Can you live a life worth dying for? And this is where it kind of all loops around to these the, the messages at the beginning of the episode with the songs I showed you at the beginning with like, this is, this is what the whole message is. It's like living a life worth dying for, um, which sometimes you can only do as a result of bad things happening. And, and I'm realizing that you don't, people aren't lucky enough to just realize this lesson every day and then live it. Do you know what I mean? Like it comes, it comes at a cost. Um, and yeah, it's just incredible song. And I feel like, you know, the slow, the, I'm not doing it any justice with that really cool, weird tone. I feel like it's almost the same melody as Memento Mori slowed down and made a little bit more weirder and sinister. And I kind of love the way that it's translated all the way through. So you've got it like fast and Memento Mori and it's all like effervescent, and then death is not defeat puts like quite a um, orchestral essence to it, but kind of shows what they're talking about and keeps this theme going. And then you have 
um, this song where it kind of explores that more. Um, and that's kind of the trilogy that that's, you know, the, 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 the journey of grief of finding out and denial and, and looking at life outside of yourself. And then all of a sudden it comes flooding in the realization and you're angry and you're confused and, uh, gone with the wind comes along and then mento memento mori. And it's kind of trying to conceive the idea of death and being mindful of it to enable you to live a better life. And then death is not defeating and I wasted him trying to accept that, um, that as a thing and, and, and grow from it and, and, you know, learn from it. Um, yeah, I hope I hope that the the choice of band hasn't deterred anyone, and that you can kind of see it for what it is, rather than you know the the initial level of it's heavy music, heavy guitars, heavy vocals, and I hope you can look past that and and see the the lyrics, the the emotion, the, the drive, um, and how one of the reasons I love this music is that sometimes that's the only way to express it is yelling, yelling at the top of your fucking lungs and head banging. And I can't tell you when we saw architects, we saw architects before, um, when they did the lost together, lost forever tour, but I saw them in the, after the Holy hell. So on their Holy hell tour and Sam did a speech and that was incredible. Um, but I, I cried, um, at, God with the wind I cried my eyes out at the concert and what they said was at the, the Ali Pali the Alexandra Palace concert you had all these people that didn't know each other that were connecting through this raw emotion of, of grief and everyone experiences it and people might have experienced it in different ways and different shapes and forms but it's because it's so inevitable it's so actually it's so binding um, and that's kind of something kind of hauntingly beautiful um, and something that literally the art of music and the, the stuff that these guys have put together has created. Um, and I want to, I want to leave on, on a note from, uh, the album they've just released. Um, and like I said, I, I don't, I don't want to go on about this album because that's for another time. Um, but I actually listened to this song and it made me cry recently. Not the first time I listened to it, after a couple of times. And I realized that this song now is not just acceptance. This is being at peace with the whole thing, with the concept of dying, with the concept of life, with the concept of the fact that youth is wasted on the young, the fact that your best mate, your brothers passed away this is a song to to be at peace with all of that and and it's basically the 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 summary ending of this trilogy i've just kind of pulled you through and yeah it's it's phenomenal and it's maybe not what you're expecting this might actually be a song that you guys take forward if you're not necessarily a fan of architects um so i hope you enjoy it and just take in the lyrics here and and the feel maybe just just this one, shut your eyes and flow with it. And remember lyrics that we've heard already 
and just take this song in as as an as an epic crescendo to to the journey we've kind of just experienced and on that note i'll say a massive thank you for tuning in i really hope you've enjoyed the episode uh it's been one quite special to me um i really appreciate if you made it this far and i really hope you enjoy kind of the message and maybe you know maybe it sparks something um i thoroughly believe thoroughly believe that sometimes little things like this can sort of spark something um that otherwise might had no business of being sparked so thanks ever so much for following um give us a follow see that in the color and um on to the next one um big love at ladies and gentlemen this is architects dying is absolutely safe Sincerity 